Hi, and welcome to the Mind Balance Cafe podcast. My name's Morella. I'm a social worker and therapist and writer of the Mind Balance Cafe blog. On this podcast, I discuss mental health, personal development, and relationships. I hope you enjoy this episode. How time in nature can improve mental health. I feel like a lot of people, myself included, have been recognising the importance of spending time in nature for our mental and physical health lately. Many people are more confined to their homes due to coronavirus and are missing access to the great outdoors. Other people are finding that walks in nature provide relief from an otherwise strange and stressful time. There's even been an increase in the number of people gardening as we're spending more time at home. I've always loved spending time outside. I was lucky to grow up in a city with great weather and a lot of green spaces close to the beach. I spent my free time playing in parks and at the beach. Whenever I complained of being bored as a kid, my mum's answer was, go for a walk. Walking is still my favourite form of exercise, and as a teenager and young adult, I spend a lot of time camping and hiking. It never took much of an effort to get my nature fix. Since coronavirus, however, I've been a bit more restricted in how much I can get out into nature, and it has made me more conscious of the impact this can have on my mood. I can feel grumpy and headachy all day, but even just a walk in the suburbs where I can see the sky and some trees makes me feel a thousand times better. Nature makes me feel more grounded and issues seem smaller. I'm reminded that I'm just another animal on this great big earth. I feel more connected to my body, I can think more clearly, and I always feel pleasantly insignificant. I remember the first time I went camping at age 11 and the wonder of waking up in a misty clearing near a small creek. Many studies are now confirming what most of us know intuitively, that being outside is good for our physical and mental health. People often experience an increase in mood and energy and a decrease in blood pressure, stress and anxiety after spending time in nature. As Gary Snyder said, nature is not a place to visit, it is home. We need the sun, the trees and the fresh air. Nature has a way of putting things in perspective and connecting us to the present moment. I appreciate all the things that science and technology have brought us, but sometimes I think life has become a little too comfortable. I've always found it funny that we've invented so many machines to allow our bodies to work less, that now we've invented machines to help us exercise. Being outside often involves movement, another mood booster. Whether we walk, swim, kayak, run or play sports outside, we get a dose of fun, relaxation, vitamin D and endorphins all at once. Movement doesn't just involve exercise or sports either. If we open our minds up to more playful ways of being outside, we'll get to move in a variety of ways that we don't tend to inside, whether that's squatting down to look at a flower, climbing a tree or balancing on a log. Even just sitting on the ground for a picnic stretches and strengthens a whole bunch of muscles that sitting in a chair doesn't. Being in nature is also valuable in terms of what isn't there. If we leave our screens at home, we can have a break from looking down which our necks and backs will thank us for. This gives us a break from the stress, anxiety and comparison that constant media use can bring. Instead, we can be more connected to the present moment and the people we're with. And while it can be great to relax watching a movie, it can be even more satisfying to be involved in the action yourself. Speaking of screens, there's a lot of aspirational content on social media about living close to nature. People making everything from scratch in the middle of nowhere... I quite enjoy some of it, but I'm also aware that this could be discouraging for some people. Not everyone is able to spend a lot of time in nature. Maybe our jobs, health or family commitments get in the way of this. Or maybe you live in a suburb with a low level of walkability. So how can we get the benefits of nature wherever we live? Here's a few ideas. 
Make the most of what's around you, whether that's your backyard, a green street in your neighbourhood, or a park nearby. If you have some bushland further away, maybe you could make a weekend plan to go camping or for a picnic. Look for nature wherever you are. For example, a tree you can sit under on your lunch break. Look out for birds, bugs and other animals wherever you go. Use the kids in your life. Kids seem to gravitate towards nature as a place to play and explore. Take advantage of their energy to get you outside and moving too. Kick a ball around, go on a scavenger hunt, play in the snow, swim in a river or go for a hike. Make being outside part of your commute. Try cycling or walking at least part of the way to school or work and then catch public transport the rest of the way. Don't forget about the sky. Make some time to look up at the cloud or stars. Bonus points if you can lie on the ground while you do. Have your gear ready to go. I live in a hot part of Australia and people tend to stay inside when it's cold or raining. Having what you need to be comfortable outside close to the door can help overcome the weather factor. For example, a warm jacket, umbrella, sunscreen or hat makes it easier to get out for a walk after work. Become more comfortable with being a little uncomfortable. One of my new goals is to get into natural bodies of water more often. I'm a total chicken when it comes to cold water. I was recently challenged to increase my tolerance by hearing biomechanist Katie Bellman say that if we can increase our range of what's comfortable, then we can expand the opportunities available to us. This means we need less stuff to be happy or content. For example, if we're always in temperature-controlled cars, homes and offices, it can be easy to want to avoid being a little too hot or cold, but this also limits the amount we can do outside. Of course, be safe though, and take precautions if you live in an extreme climate. Make some small swaps. For example, go for a walk with a friend instead of meeting for coffee, or take your coffee with you. Or swap two hours of TV a night for one hour in order to go to bed earlier and get outside earlier in the morning. Bring nature inside. Have you jumped on the gardening bandwagon? Low-maintenance plants like cactuses or succulents can be a good place to start if you're really new to gardening. And growing something you use regularly like lettuce, coriander or basil can add extra motivation. Using pot plants means you can garden in a small space and take them with you if you move. Cooking with fresh produce from a store or market can be another way to connect with nature. Pay special attention to the smells, colours and tastes. Think about how you currently spend your leisure time. Is it mostly inside or outside? Is it mostly sitting or moving? How do you feel when you spend more time in nature versus inside? There's a great organisation called 1000 Hours Outside, which aims to get kids outside more often, but I highly recommend it for adults as well. Spending time in nature shouldn't feel like a chore or another thing you need to do. Try to make it fun and workable for your life. If you don't currently spend much time in nature, then any increase is a good thing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a moment and you've been finding these episodes helpful, it would be great if you could leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts. That just helps other people find the show. Also, if you're interested in booking an online counselling appointment or if you'd like more information about the work that I do, head over to mindbalancecafe.com. Until next time, take care.